0: The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.
1: And we are live to tape to the W2M Network with the kickoff... Wait a second. Something's not right here. (laughs) What did you do to me, Bisco? <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live to the w 2 Network with March Madness to the Max. As we present our preview of the NCAA basketball tournament here. Good evening or afternoon, whenever you're listening, everybody. I am your host. My name is Harry Broadhurst. Joining me is the usual cast of characters, hence the reference that I made at the start there. The Natasha to my Rocky, Brandon Biscabing. Really? Well, you were the you were the Boris to my bullwinkle earlier, okay, so it works
2: out. Fair enough.
0: The third man, Eric Watkins. Oh, so I'm just the third guy. <laughs> I, I see how this goes.
1: And the new guy, Jason Teasley. <laughs> oh, I'm the new guy. It's Ginger Domus. <laughs> Fine, Viewer, Naughty, and Ginger Domus. Yeah, are you happy? I had to give them your real names first.
3: Better? Well, you could have just you called, feel better you, just now? Could have, you could have just called me and Eric the dynamic duo. Exactly. <laughs> Wonder Twin Powers activate. Anyways. <laughs> there. Eric, we had that discussion one night.
1: There. You're welcome. We're moving on. And as I mentioned, this is your March Madness preview episode here. So me and the boys were talking. We All of us are huge college basketball fans. And while we don't do a regular college basketball show on the network here, mostly because college basketball tends to run up against the NFL and college football seasons, therefore making it irrelevant to us, we all agree that we do enjoy March Madness and we all participate in our bracket pools and we all tend to follow it with a great bit of interest here. I don't know about these guys, but I know Thursday afternoon at noon, once this tournament starts, I will be sitting in front of my television from noon to midnight watching the games, mm-hmm. continuing yep. a tradition that I started back when I was in high
2: school. And I would mysteriously always get sick the first day of the tournament. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Back in high school, I, I remember I had um, my, my journalism class, which we were on computers, would be like we had it like at in the middle of the day. And everyone had the games on.
3: You just go from computer to computer to check different games. Yep, pretty much. When, when I was in college, I actually went to college, but we went to the AV room and stole all the TVs out <laughs> and put it in the in the like the little commons area. And the president of the college would like would order us pizza because nobody went to class. We all just. We stole couches out of rooms and everything and just set it up to watch the NCAA tournament.
2: It was that, pretty that, fun. That, that's the one thing that I, I'm so disappointed in is that I never got to go. Uh, of course, my alma mater gets good right after I leave, so I never got to actually go to a uh, tournament.
1: Just so you know, Brandon, that was personal. <laughs>
0: Uh, Hey, at least your alma mater can actually get to the tournament. I mean, granted, my coach, about my second or third published uh, interview, as far as my first ever published piece, great guy, love Coach Driscoll, still remembers me to this day, but I swear, poor, poor Ospreys. (laughs) Mm, lay sigh. Hey y'all guys
1: were creating a ruckus a couple of years ago in the tournament. We did, and then we got hosed. Thanks, <laughs> committee.
4: Oh.
0: There's always the N there was always the NIT. Yeah, and we even got hosed in the NIT too. We could never catch a break. <laughs>
1: Speaking of NIT, did you guys hear the rumor that Louisville threatened not to play until they found out that since they'd already accepted the invitation, they would have to forfeit?
2: What? Yeah. Oh, lovely. I thought oh, that, Louisville. Don't oh, ever
1: change, Louisville. Don't ever change.
0: No, no. And, and Rick Pitino, keep the tattoo. Don't get that removed. <laughs> keep it as a reminder.
1: All right, so shall we get to our preview edition of March Madness to the Max here? Gentlemen, I'm going to run over. I'm going to run down real quick what we kind of talked about before we came on the air with this here. What we are going to do is for the first round of the tournament, rather than predicting every game, because frankly that would get monotonous, we are going to give you one upset to look out for from each region. We will then announce if we have any double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16, and the way we will close out our show is we will go Elite 8 to finish for our brackets, crowning our national champions. That way we can look back on this and laugh at each other once we see how badly we suck. (laughs) You guys ready to get to it? Let's do it. I'm all all in. March Madness to the Max starts now. All right, let's go to the South, since Jason was struggling with that before we came on air. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it yeah. It
4: is the let's, first the bracket. Scout.
1: And it is the first bracket listed in my sub-region here. And I'm going to have to start off this show with an apology.
4: Does
2: this apology, is this aimed at Eric? This apology is aimed at Eric. Oh Lord! Don't I've had Don't day. don't worry, Eric. I'll redeem him with with uh, where I'm going with Miami. Don't don't you worry. Oh, good, good.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Eric. You guys got a terrible first round draw in a very good Loyola Chicago team that I got to see play several times this year because they're in the league that the local team for me, Youngstown State, is in. They match really well with you, and this is an eleven over six that I see happening. leola Chicago takes out the miami hurricanes jason
3: uh I'm gonna have to agree with you. I mean, I went up and down my bracket here, and i honestly, I think that's the only only upset I could pick is Miami being vulnerable leola chicago is is a good team i mean they're well rounded and I think that. If I had to pick an upset, I had to be right there with you with the 11-over-6.
0: Jason,
3: you double-crossing son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> really? Really? Well,
3: I mean, I had to pick an upset. But there's and
4: other
3: ones. <laughs> All right, Eric, let's get your upset for the South.
0: Well, for the South, it's easy. You talk about vulnerable teams in the Southeast part of the country. I mean, Kentucky? Yes, they're one of the traditional powerhouses. Yes, you got Calipari, but I'm not seeing it this year. Davidson stepping up, beating Rhode Island to win their conference, stealing Notre Dame's spot in the tournament. I think for Steph Curry, they're going to prove a little something. I got your classic 12
2: over the 5. Bizko, I'm going with Texas at 10 over Nevada. I mean, a little
1: bit of a cop-out, but I think you're wrong anyway.
3: I mean, it's okay to be wrong. It is. True story.
4: <laughs>
1: Nevada's a lot better than they played in their conference tournament. The,
2: uh, no, Don't get me wrong. They got reamed by San Diego State. And but I think that's going to, you know, that's still going to have them dwelling on it
1: well let's move to the western bracket since that's on the same side as the south here and funny that I mentioned San Diego state here Eric because this is my twelve five or excuse me yeah no this
2: is my that's eleven t- six yeah that's oh, the eleven
0: yeah. six
1: yeah you're right twelve five is south Dakota state USA today abbreviated s d c them like San Diego and then I see San Diego State is down a little well I'm still taking them over Houston anyway so that works at an 11-6 as well
0: and honestly I'm gonna have to agree with you I got a couple of upsets in this particular bracket but for the biggest one I got the Aztecs over the Cougars I mean Houston okay but I don't have a whole whole lot of confidence in the American Somehow the American got three
1: teams in because of uh, Davidson. Oh, wait, that was the A-10. Sorry. How many teams did the American get this year?
2: Uh, let's see. Two. Was it just
1: two? I think oh, so, so. I'm thinking it's they two. just Houston and Cincinnati? Yeah. Wow. That. That's unfortunate.
4: <laughs>
0: so wait a minute. The Atlantic 10 got more teams than the American did? Yeah. And only and only because of Davidson, the committee said, had Rhode Island won, Notre Dame would have been in the tournament. Because we'll the get Atlantic, into
3: that later.
1: The Atlantic 10 got St. Bonaventure, Davidson, and Rhode Island, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, speaking of St. Bonaventure, big win over UCLA tonight in one of the first four. We're taping this on Tuesday night for those wondering.
3: Hmm. <clears throat> Well, we're doing this live on Sunday. What are you talking about? We got a better presentation. We got a better presentation the TBS. <laughs> yeah, that, that live studio audience bullshit was annoying. Well, and, was
2: anybody else's audio out of sync? Yes, like uh, a good solid minute behind. Yes. And, and also how like, why even bother putting up the like? Who got in before? Just do the brackets to start off, like they normally exactly. do. Exactly.
3: Like that's that's what I like about ESPN. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. My upset is the classic twelve over five with Ohio State getting bounced out in the first round. Why did I pick Ohio State? Because I hate people from Columbus. That's where my brother lives. Assholes go to Columbus. Assholes of Ohio State Buckeye fans.
0: Apologies <laughs> to anybody who's going to pay attention to the women's final four this year. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Wait, wait, women's
1: best college basketball? That that still exists? <laughs> yeah.
4: Believe huh. it or
0: not. Granted, it's still UConn, but there's maybe one, two other teams that can beat them. And hey, yes, wh- final. The final four is in Columbus this year. I know that sounds really
1: sexist to say, but I, I, I stopped caring about college basketball when Pat Summit passed away.
3: Mm. about I, when I, I was right there basketball. with you.
0: Uh, I mean, may she rest in peace, but I kind of have to agree. No basketball team should really win 100 games in a row. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> That's not fair. I kind of I quit when Rebecca Lobo got a restraining order on me. Are,
1: are you still pissed off that she married Steve Russian?
3: I'm pissed off she didn't marry me. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Right, so
1: we've given
2: our upsets. Who do you have coming out of the West as your big upset in the first round? My my upset out of the West is Providence over Texas A and M. What the hell, you? What fence riding? What another seven? Another yeah, I don't have Wait. any really big uh, upsets. You. You wuss. no To be
0: fair, on top of San Diego State over Houston, I also picked Providence over Texas A&M. Likewise, oh. but still.
2: <laughs> all so all of all of know, my I upsets are tens I'm, over sevens because I because I didn't, not, because I didn't all, see I'm any not, really big upsets that I could pick. You no,
3: two. I got two upsets in the next round. Hmm. Imagine that. All right, shall
1: we move on? Let's do it. Let's, no, let's
3: dwell on this bracket.
1: Yes, let's let's do so. How dare you pick a ten over? Okay, moving on. <laughs> we we move over to the east here, Jason. I'm gonna let you go first because I already know where you're going with this one.
3: I, I've like I said, I've got two upsets in this one, and uh, one is a homer pick. I'm actually taking the number thirteen, Marshall Thundering Herd over Wichita. I, I just. Think it's going to happen? I, I don't know. And if it does, Huntington will be awesome, and I'll get a lot of free beer, so that's cool. But, Greg, Mar-
1: Greg Marshall will have Wichita State ready to play. This is their first year in a Power Five conference. I don't see any chance they screw this up. Sorry.
3: Well, this is Marshall's first tournament since '87. So,
1: yeah, and, but Marshall's
3: known as a football school, not a basketball school, for that yeah, very but, reason. But D'Antoni's is going to have him. Tony's going to have him ready to play. So, I, I, mean,
1: I disagree with that. Especially, did you see the scene with him and Mark on the court celebrating the win as well? No, I didn't. I, I didn't. When they won it's the uh, Conference USA title, uh, Dan D'Antoni's c- brother, former NBA head coach, and I think still current NBA head coach, Mark D'Antoni was there to celebrate with him. Hmm. See?
3: And I have another upset. This, Can I get mine first? Because I got a doozy no. for you. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you. And, and hopefully in, it will, make, will not make me drive to Youngstown and stab you. In what is my biggest upset in the first
1: round? The number 14 seed Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks take out Texas Tech. Damn.
3: Oh, and you're a big 12 guy.
1: I am a Big 12 guy. This is a very hey, this is a very inconsistent Texas Tech team. This is a Texas uh, Tech team. You guys just beat in the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament as well. Yes,
3: I think and that will play, that will the, play in later.
1: I think they're seated too high as a three. I don't think they're a three seed. I think they were a four seed, maybe and probably closer to a five.
3: I, I agree. I think that I think they should have been a four. I will, I agree with that. I think they should have been four. I think West Virginia should have been a four, but that's maybe that's just homerism. But, but you know, it is what it is.
0: Eric, you're up. Mine. The reason why I say it's a little bit of ride or die because I picked this game as one of my five Fanduel teams. It didn't turn out exactly like I wanted, but for the sake of things, I'm sticking with it. St. Bonaventure. If I, there's a couple of these teams in the first four that I think that could pose a big threat. This one isn't the biggest one, but I think the St. Bonnie could knock off those Gators. You rat bastard. <laughs> or even it at <laughs> even.
1: All right, Brandon, go ahead and give us your seven ten.
2: Yes, my my upset in this one is Butler over Arkansas.
1: This one I agree with, actually, and I said as much to Sean, our resident Arkansas fan.
0: And I also as do, do I too. So, so we're, we're
3: all on we're all on board with the 10-7 pick in this region. Pig Sue. <laughs> what's going down there
1: all right that brings us to the midwest the final of the four and once again i will let jason go first here
3: uh let's see which one uh yeah uh my biggest upset i have the uh clemson tigers getting bounced in the first round uh, that's fine as well with a 12-5 upset i think clemson is not as good as what people expect. Uh, they get a lot of credit just being in the ACC. And I think it's, this is a very, very, very tough mashup. I think they got really hosed by the selection committee just put, well, for one, with the first matchup. And then if they survive that, the rest of the, the tournament going forward a third have a
1: chance. You know what sucks even worse for Clemson here? That's the other reason I'm taking this one as well, Jason. What's up? Consider where this game is being played.
3: Uh, San Diego. In, oh. Is it San, is the Midwest? They're playing the Midwest in San Diego? What, in one of the pods. Yeah, the the first. Okay. Uh, well, which is, means New Mexico State, which
1: means New Mexico State is significantly closer to where this venue is. Clemson is going to have to go across the country and back three time zones.
3: Uh, West Virginia is right there with them. They're West Virginia and Marshall both.
1: Well, but at the same time, for West Virginia, they're playing Murray State, who's from Kentucky. It's kind of a wash. This is a yeah. this is an East Coast team in Clemson from South Carolina having to go all the way across the country to play a team from a state over in New Mexico. <laughs> well, true. Well. Clemson lays an egg here. New Mexico State knocks him out. Brandon.
2: I am going with Oklahoma over Rhode Island. I, I Okay. Okay. No. We can no longer be friends. You can fire me. I, I know you're all I, I know you're all gonna hate it, but look what happened with Syracuse last year when they got in out of nowhere and everyone was all pissed off about them getting in.
3: But we have a reason to be pissed off that Oklahoma's in.
2: We had a reason Oklahoma, to be pissed off that Syracuse got in last year, too.
1: Oklahoma's not even the right team from Oklahoma to have gotten the spot that yeah. Oklahoma I I,
2: I mean, agree they with lost
3: this. 11 of the last 15 didn't win a home game, a road game. Yeah, it was a, yeah,
1: it was, yeah, they didn't win on the road. The Dick Vitale thing that you shared on Facebook. It they actually says they have not won a road game in twenty eighteen, including getting bounced in the first round of the Big Twelve tournament. And that was eleven and fifteen. I That's hope it. I don't necessarily have anything for or against Rhode Island, but I hope they absolutely bitch
3: slap Oklahoma. Well, everybody's wanting that big matchup between Oklahoma and Duke second round. I have no interest in that. I mean, I think I, I don't either. I think Rhode Island has a better better
1: matchup. I, I I still think Duke would curb stomp Rhode Island. Well, yeah. But we'll but, get into that later. But no interest, none whatsoever in seeing Oklahoma Oklahoma advance. They don't deserve to be here. They shouldn't be here. They should be in the NIT and Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, or St. Mary's should have this spot.
0: Well, it it would probably, probably, again, be Notre Dame. But I got to tell you, one team, we talk about getting hosed. ESPN had the rankings about, like, their best teams to not be in the tournament— they at least got decent seeds in the NIT. Penn State really showed the lack of respect for the Big Ten. In the NIT, they're a four seed. I don't get it. I actually
1: will be taking a trip to Happy Valley a little bit later on this year. Oh, interesting. E- explanation to forth come off air. Okay, okay. Give me your
0: Midwest upset for the first round. Uh, going in, I've got another playing winner. Whoever survives between Arizona State and Syracuse, I think they're going to have what it takes to knock out TCU. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now-
1: See, I think TCU is going to be upset based on the fact that they went to overtime against K-State in the Big 12 tournament and lost. This is a TCU team with something to prove. Arizona State's a better matchup for them. If it's
0: TCU-Syracuse, TCU runs Syracuse out of the gym. Well, you also having to say something to prove. Arizona State, not so much. But Bayheim, he knows that the clock's ticking. They've got a coach in waiting. And the fact that they've had a particularly down few years, both in not making the tournament and being in the ACC, and he's going to show he has one last little something in him before he retires.
1: Okay, to be fair, though, to both of these teams, the, the reward for winning this game is Tom Izzo. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, no. The, the Midwest
1: weird. is loaded this year.
0: I even looked on 538.com. Of the top five in their power rankings, in order, three, four, five. Oh, pulling it back up. Duke, Duke Michigan, Michigan State, Kansas? Nope, Duke, Kansas, Michigan State. Three, four, I was, five. I was close.
1: You were? Michigan State, who lost in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament to Michigan, who went on to win the Big Ten, beating Purdue in the final. Kansas, who won the Big 12. Sorry, Jason. It's okay. Duke, who got upset in the semifinals of the ACC tournament by North
0: Carolina. No. That one, I I was okay with it, but part of No, no, I wasn't okay with it. Well, didn't Carolina knock Miami out as well? That's why I'm not okay with it. Well, look at the bright side. At least they didn't win the conference. No, I was kind of hoping they would win the conference. That would give me a little consolation, damn Virginia. That at least you were knocked out by the
1: conference champions? I mean, I suppose
0: that's fair. Yeah.
1: All that work
0: to get a double bye for nothing.
1: All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our first round upset picks here. Uh, We now move to our Sweet 16 portion here. If you have a double-digit seed in the Sweet 16, let's hear it. I have one double-digit seed in the Sweet 16.
3: I have one in the Sweet 16.
1: I have one as well. I do not have one. My double-digit seed in the Sweet 16 is San Diego State beating Michigan in the second round.
2: Mine is New Mexico State going over Auburn in the second round. Mine is Butler going over Purdue in the second round.
1: See, I could see that happening, but I think I think Purdue has something to prove after getting bounced early last year. That's not, to mention but I think the,
0: not to mention with the reputation of the <laughs> Big Ten and ahead of what they're doing conference-wise next year, plus the fact that they had to make the push, to have their conference tournament in New York City this year, these Big Ten teams are going to be not terribly dangerous, outside of maybe Michigan State, but dangerous enough.
2: But I think on on the same level, I think when you have a Big East-Big Ten matchup, the Big East teams are also going to be gunning for it to say, hey, that's our building, you stay away.
4: Well,
1: not to mention to me, does the Big Ten suffer from having to have so many days off from the end of their conference tournament? Their their conference championship tournament would have – and the last time that these two teams that were in it, that being Michigan and Purdue, would have been 11 days by the time we tip off on Thursday Mm – And technically, for both Michigan and Purdue, I believe it'll be 12 because they both play on – oh, wait, no. Michigan plays on Thursday, so they're 11. Purdue plays on Friday, which means their last game will have been 12 days ago.
3: Mm -hmm. Well-rested.
1: Or rusty. Mm -hmm. It's a fine line, especially when you get used to playing that many games that close together and having to have the quick turnarounds in the NCAA tournament
0: it is but with Michigan their coaches had them on a very strict practice schedule so they don't get too rusty so I think with them in particular it's going to be interesting to see
1: I still think San Diego State takes out Michigan though uh,
0: that that one's going to be one of those knife edge games yeah mm.
1: All right, so the next plan that I have here is the Elite Eight going forward predictions for all the way to the championship game. What I was thinking is is that we'll give our predictions for each round and then move to the next round afterwards. Alright. Rather okay, than so we're starting with
3: the, We're starting with Elite Eight.
1: Yes. So for me, I'm going to go and in the South, I'm going with Virginia versus Tennessee, and it pains me to say that.
3: I'm right there with you. I've got the same matchup.
2: Brandon? Eric's going to like this. I have Virginia against Miami.
3: Mm, I do
0: like that. I really do. But,
2: honestly,
0: I wish I was as confident as you with Bisco. but I've got this one going slightly chalk. Virginia, Cincinnati.
1: I, I think Cincinnati's in danger. Mm-hmm. I have Nevada knocking them out in the second round. Well, third round, technically. And I say this as somebody who lives in Ohio and sees Cincinnati play a lot. Yeah, I, do...
4: I, I,
0: I mean, I wouldn't mind because in the Sweet 16, I got Cincinnati beating my Haynes, but...
1: Mm, it's Old Big East rivalry renewed
0: there. Yep. Indeed. Oh... It's weird that I can say those were the days.
1: <laughs> we move on to the West, and I got a doozy for you guys here. I apologize to Eric once again for this one. North Carolina in a national championship rematch against Gonzaga.
0: Wow. Oh, huh. You know what? I I, I can't feel too bad because I'm close. You and I agree with half of that matchup. I'm assuming the Gonzaga half? Yes. I didn't (laughs)
1: think you could bring yourself to pick North Carolina.
0: No! No! (laughs) I'm drunk, but I'm not blind drunk. Go ahead, Eric. Who's your other team? Michigan. Michigan. I've got the Zags beating Michigan in the Elite Eight. Dude. I I'm just sorry. teams, not the prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> something about again, something about this team, something about the Big Ten. Well, oh yeah, you think that's bad, you're really not going to like some of my other predictions.
4: <laughs>
2: All right, where do you fall here, Bisco? I've got Xavier in North Carolina. You chalk loving some biscuit. <laughs> well,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and piggyback on that. I have the exact same matchup.
1: <laughs> you chalk loving some <sun> biscuits.
3: <laughs> but I will say this, Harry: the East and Midwest will make you very happy. Well, we're about to do the East now, so let's go ahead and get into that
1: here. My East hold on, I have to actually remember my East You're, you're gonna love my East, Harry. Uh, I remember what my I remember what my East Final my Elite Eight in the East is. Hey Jason. What's up? You ready to rumble again? Yeah. My favorite team is Kansas. I've not made this a secret with you guys. However, my second favorite team in college basketball happens to be my favorite in football my east final is west virginia
2: and florida wow Ooh. i have one half, half of those that. teams i agree with half of that yeah i also agree with half of that i interested to hear what you have to say here brandon can, can you guess what the half is i said it would make you happy well obviously that would mean it's florida yes i have villanova and florida Jason? Um,
3: you know what half I'm going to agree with? Yeah. West, West Virginia already has a win over Villanova. We're going to make it two this year. And I actually have a Big 12 tournament semifinal matchup with West Virginia Texas Tech. So my first round upset, you have all the way in the Elite Eight.
1: Yep. This is going to be a fun w 2 poll on
0: ESPN.com, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Eric, who you got in the East? I've got a couple of different halves mishmashed together. Can you guess which ones? No. Nope. Well, Jason, you're going to hate me because I got Nova beating West Virginia. <laughs> but you're going to simultaneously somewhat love me because I got Villanova, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: does we don't want Texas
0: Tech to do well if our teams don't do well.
1: <laughs> Screw that. I know that whole conference I know that whole conference pride stuff, but nope, not happening, not here. Pass. Thank you.
0: Well, if you hate me for that, then you're really going to hate my Midwest pick.
2: <laughs> Just more than you I, I think I think everyone in this uh in this group is gonna hate my Midwest pick. Well, we're
1: there, so let's get to them, shall we? My Midwest prediction for the Elite Eight? Gee, I wonder who I'm taking out of the top side of this. Yeah. (laughs) I just said I'm a Kansas fan. Hmm. Yeah,
2: screw you. You're going to have to go through
1: us. (laughs) You're going to have to get through North Carolina State first. (laughs) Shut up. Shut it. My final for the Midwest is Kansas-Michigan State. Mm. Brandon,
2: uh I have half of that I Michigan have... state and no no Kansas and... oh you have Kansas Yes, Woo-hoo! I have Kansas and Duke you chalk loving
3: sun biscuit, okay, sorry, <laughs> Jason, well, I guess I'm a some biscuit too make it make it a buttered biscuit cause I've got Kansas Duke, <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Call me Cheddar Biscuit. I also have Kansas Duke. (laughs) So, in the East, now now let's look at my bracket. In the East and Midwest bracket, that half of the bracket, I have three Big 12 teams.
1: I wonder which two Big 12 teams you have in the final four. Hmm.
3: It may surprise you.
1: There well obviously there's gonna be at least one given the fact that it's a big all Big 12 match in the one elite game.
3: Well there's at right. least gonna be one Big 12 team in my final four. I will give you that. Yes, I have I have one Big
1: 12 team in my final four as well. Shall we continue? Yep. Yes. All right, let's do this here. We move to the final four matchups. For the south versus west, I have much though I don't want to, I have it going half chalk, half not. Virginia takes the south, and much though I like Gonzaga, Carolina has too much firepower for them once again this year. Carolina takes the west.
3: Jason? Mm-hmm. I actually have an upset with Tennessee going over Virginia to match up against UNC. So we agree on
1: Carolina, but you have the vols. Yes. As a Gators fan, I could never cheer for Rocky Top.
3: Well, the second the second favorite Mannings from Tennessee. Eli advised me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words yes. for that. I'm just gonna move no. on. Yes, the second no. favorite the second favorite manning is Peyton.
1: I have yep. no word. I'm pretty sure it's Connor, but that's beside the point. I have no words. We're moving <laughs>
0: on. Eric? Okay. Uh, I, I've got half of that bracket. But well, I, I'm not a terribly biggest fan about how I have this going. I got to go Wahoo Wah, Virginia, uh, taking the South. But the West, there's a, there's a little bit of my heart in the Pacific Northwest. And this is a slightly known team that, that's kind of been creeping along, creeping along. I think... This is finally the time to where they continue to be recognized. Virginia Gonzaga in that half of the Final Four. Gonzaga has the advantage that they don't have to come
1: any further east than Idaho for nope. their tournament matchups. Their first two round matchups are in Idaho. They're, if they make it to the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight thereafter, both of those games would be inside of the Staples Center.
4: Significant
1: home, significant home court advantage to Gonzaga over Carolina in this regional final. I just think Carolina has too much firepower for them. Brandon, who do you got coming into this final four matchup? Winners of the South and the West. Eric's going to love me
2: even more. Because I have Miami King all the way to the final four out of the South. And out of the West, I have Xavier. Bisco, if this happens, how can
0: I phrase this properly? (laughs) It's... Damon, how really can I phrase this properly? Yeah, um... Snapchat's for everybody.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the story. There we go, Snapchat for everybody. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. They know what I mean. This one's <laughs> staying inside. All right. Let's move across the bracket, shall we? Um, The winners of the East and the Midwest here. Jason, you're going to love this. We get a Big Twelve final rematch in the Final Four. Kansas out of the Midwest, West Virginia out
3: of the East. Ah You know what? I a hundred percent agree. I think I think that it's I've got three teams. Uh, the Big 12 in this half of the bracket. And I I think Texas Tech will play just as good. But I think Huggy Bear will have this team ready. They, there was a reason they climbed to number two in the nation this year. And there's also a reason they fell to number 22. But that's beside the point. I think it's going to be a WVU Jayhawk rematch. And the final four.
0: Eric. Like I said, you're going to love this. I got a lot of love for the Big 12. You know that. One of my more favorite near and dear conferences. Football and also baseball. Aside from Texas, but that's, again, another issue another day. However... That said. This part of the final four, I've got Villanova versus Duke. Two Big 12 teams get to the Elite Eight with San Antone in reach, but they fall just short. Eric, we can't
1: be
2: friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the exact same page as Eric. Villanova and Duke. Now hold up. How did at the start of the show <laughs> it
3: was you you we had Brandon and Harry as as that dynamic duo, and then me and Eric. And then we get to the final four and we realize it's actually me and Harry that's a dynamic duo. <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> this this is are we are we in a bizarre Because me and Harry agree on absolute We me and Harry have some of the most heated debates. And somehow me and him are on the exact same page. I don't think I want to live in this world anymore. Do <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go. As the inside joke, I think they need to put me on hold now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to our finals prediction
1: here, and then we'll do our national champion afterwards. Coming out of the South versus West matchup, I have – hold on, let me scroll back up here. Coming out of the South versus West, I have Carolina beating Virginia. Coming out of the – East versus Midwest, I have Kansas beating
2: West Virginia. Shocker. (laughs) Brandon? I have Xavier beating Miami and Villanova beating Duke. So an all-Big East final, you gigantic homer.
0: (laughs) Eric? See, I could have gone all ACC final, but I was like... Nah, uh, too much of a stretch. Virginia Nova.
3: Jason. I'm actually going with UNC over Tennessee. And West Virginia will not suffer the the last six minutes of the Big Twelve. And I'm gonna take West Virginia over Kansas. I really, really hope that match
1: happens because it would happen right around the time we're going to be doing our, that would be a little bit before we do our, our, our kickoff draft episode. We're going to have to do something for that game, Jason,
3: if it happens. That's, that's fine with me. We'll we figure could do out. like a We could do like a halftime live broadcast at the half.
1: We'll talk to Sean. We'll get something in the works here. We'll have to do some kind of bet on this game, too, if that happens.
3: Sounds good to me. I love winning. <laughs> uh, like the Big 12 title game? Oh, wait. They didn't put me in. Well, I'll hug Jay Hawk. I will say this. See? And I told you this. I, I did not... I was not impressed with Kansas the first half of that game. But down the stretch, the guard from Kansas,
4: impressed
3: he impressed me. He yeah, here's the thing. That was lot Kansas lot. without our best player, too. He showed a lot of maturity. He showed that he played intense. He played within himself. And he shot the lights out over that this last was... six minutes. And I mean, he was just a true floor general and a leader, and I, I can respect that. This
1: was a Kansas team that also did not have its best player for the Big 12 tournament as well in Udoka Azabuke. Bless you.
3: <laughs> I kind
1: of saw that one coming.
3: But I. I... I think this that's I think that's more of an intriguing matchup. And I mean, you know, especially for me and you. That matchup, if that happens, if if my bottom half of the bracket happens, the Big Twelve will be creaming all over itself because getting three teams to the Elite Eight is a great accomplishment and says a lot about the conference. But also, mm-hmm. how bad did the committee have to hate the Big Twelve to lump the three top teams in the Big 12 in one half of the bracket.
1: Well, not only that, but to also take in their opinion the number 3 overall one seed in Kansas and put the best two and the best three team in that region as well.
3: Yeah, Kansas has the hardest hardest road by far.
1: Oh, it's not even close. Mm-hmm.
3: And and what is what is funny is Villanova Everybody talks about how good Villanova is. They've got they've got a cakewalk until they play. They've got a cakewalk to the Sweet 16, and then it becomes a little tougher because I think if they get past West Virginia, I don't see them get past Texas Tech. The winner of the Texas Tech Purdue game, whoever they face in the Elite Eight, will take out Villanova.
1: I would not be surprised at all to see Butler beat Purdue, though. Yeah. Like, I almost called that as one of my, seven, my, uh, my double digits in the Sweet 16. <laughs> <clears throat> it would not surprise me at all to see Butler take down Purdue. So. All right, guys. We are up to the national championship game here. I'm going to give much the same way we do for the ESPN brackets. We're going to do winner and tiebreaker will be final score. To the shock of absolutely nobody, my NCAA champions are the Kansas Jayhawks, defeating the North Carolina Tar Heels 73-67.
2: Brandon? I have the Villanova Wildcats beating the Xavier Musketeers 80-76.
0: Eric? The Virginia Cavaliers beating the Villanova Wildcats in a very defensive battle, 55-51.
3: Wow. Jason. I have Press Virginia over UNC,
1: 85-78. You know what I will say about West Virginia that I didn't mention while we were having our conversation before? What's up? The center you guys have. Is he a junior or a senior? I think he's a junior i'm pretty- i'm pretty sure he's a junior if he comes back next season, that is a dangerous looking
3: team. I was really uh, impressed with kanate oh uh, yeah i mean he's he's matured a lot um, let's see here are you looking it up yes yeah.
1: Hold on, I have I have the USA Today right in front of me. I can check real quick.
2: Do 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 do.
1: There they are. Hi, West Virginia.
3: Canate is a sophomore. Wow. Well, I see. I was thinking he was a. I think he was. I was thinking he was a junior.
1: Six foot eight, sophomore, ten and a half a game, seven point seven rebounds. Played much bigger and better than that in the Big 12 tournament, didn't
3: he? Oh, yeah. He definitely played played out of his mind. 6'8", 260.
1: And that dude is a straight-up man inside there. I saw, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this here, I saw arguably the best ball handler, handler that Kansas has, Malik Newman, try to drive on him. And Kanate just stand there and literally grab the ball out of his hands as he went up towards the rim.
3: And <laughs> and you know you know what's really interesting about him? They do not practice him blocking shots. It's pure no. instinct. He goes yeah. off pure instinct.
1: They talked about that on the ES, on the ESPN broadcast of the Big Twelve final that they don't want to co- they don't want to coach away something that comes so naturally to him.
4: Mm.
3: And that is that is insane that he just has that natural instinct to, of timing on a shot. All right, let me ask you guys real quick here, Brandon. You're a
1: Seton Hall fan here. Uh-huh. Um, I, we were joking about the whole Seton Hall, North Carolina State thing. I will say that I actually do hope you guys get by North Carolina State.
2: I certainly hope so as well, obviously. And then you your team will probably put a walloping on us uh, in the second round then. It
1: is going to depend on which Kansas team shows up. We have been terribly inconsistent this season. I'm picking us well, to win so the I've tournament. Well, so i seen Hall, though. I'm picking us to win the tournament, but at the same time, we could just as easily get knocked out in the round of 32
2: like we've done many
3: times before as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I would love it if, uh, if we knocked you guys out in the round of 32.
3: That's one thing you can say about Kansas. They can have a great regular season, and – once they put their ballet slippers on to go dancing, they're one of the most inconsistent tournament teams to come across. You could make the same statement about a team like Villanova
1: or a team like Purdue. Let's not forget that Villanova went from national champion two years ago to knocked
3: out by Wisconsin in the second round last year.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, oh,
0: Right back on the bounce back. Mm-hmm.
3: We, we didn't discuss the fact, the heartbreaking fact that I had to pick against my second favorite team. Mm-hmm. I didn't I mean, like doing fair, it. Your second favorite team was playing your favorite team. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I did. No. No, my second favorite team, my second favorite team got, I got them getting beat by Kansas in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Duke, Duke's. I've been a Duke fan since they got blow out, blown out by the amoeba defense of UNLV and Jerry Tartanian with Stacy Ogman, Larry Johnson, Hunt. I did not I think,
1: think we think, would work a grandma ma reference into tonight's broadcast.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty happy about <laughs> that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, with with a with a Jerry Tartanian reference <laughs> and UNLV, I. N- n-
1: no coach, no coach quite like the shark. Eric, you're a Miami of Florida fan. This has long been established on the kickoff. hmm Realistically, expectation-wise, what are your what are your thoughts for this year's tournament for your team?
0: Realistically, I have them going to the Sweet 16. I think that's pretty much their ceiling because we're going up against a team in Loyola Chicago. The first time dancing in forever. We're talking a couple of decades. Second winningest team in school history behind the team that won the national title in 63. I knew that with the first round loss, with the quarterfinal loss against North Carolina in the ACC, we'd be about that sixth line. So I'm not disappointed at the committee for that, but Oh, hell, we got a tough pod. If we can just survive that, I would be okay. Well, the issue of you guys surviving
1: there, though, is that it would probably be Virginia and their stifling defense waiting for you in the Sweet 16.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, which, again, we lost to them before. I really wouldn't – wait a minute. No, we're on the bottom half of that bracket. We wouldn't face the. Uh, Sorry,
1: not 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 Virginia. You guys have Cincinnati waiting for. Oh, you yeah. can beat Cincinnati.
0: We could. I mean, if we have the energy to do it, but the problem is, we lost Brown, our top guy, or really one of our top two. He's out for the tournament. That is a huge blow. We're talking a guy who is averaging, I believe, 11, 7, and 4? That's tough to replace.
1: I can 100% tell you the 11 and 7 is correct here. Overview, a four-game winning streak to close the regular season helped the Hurricanes secure their third consecutive tournament berth. What the team lacks in star power, it makes up for with balance, scoring, and depth. A bonus would have been if Bruce Brown, 11.4 points, 7.1 rebounds, is healthy enough to play. He has been out since February with a stress fracture in his foot.
0: Yeah, and we once he had that stress fracture, we were on a downslide. slide. We just kept playing close game after close game, almost giving a couple away. And I was really surprised that the last or second win over Virginia Tech, got us in position for that double buy in the 3C. I thought that that was only going to elevate us to a 4 or 5, but we got lucky with tiebreakers.
1: The Pirates looked dominant at times and completely clueless at others. Often within the same game. (laughs) It's more than conceivable that they could come together for a game or maybe even two, but a deep run is hard to envision. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: sounds about right. Yeah. All right. This isn't your typical Kansas team. No surefire lottery pick. No super special freshman. There would have been one had he not gotten himself suspended.
3: (laughs) Billy. God, what is his last name? It's escaping me right now. Oh, he's going Sizzler. If anybody gets that reference. We're gonna be best friends for life. Billy Preston. Yeah. So nobody got the Billy Ho reference.
4: Y'all disappoint
3: me. Have y'all never seen White Man Can't Jump? I've never seen it actually. No. Uh, me neither. You guys got to watch White Man Can't Jump. <laughs>
1: now now we're gonna now we're gonna set up movies to the max. <laughs>
3: Well, Let, me, we did, hold on, hold on. That was discussed. Me and Eric discussed that.
0: And and I I, I, uh, I have some cookies coming, so this could happen.
3: We
1: don't but led any. by senior point guard Devontae Graham, the Big 12 Player of the Year, the second straight Kansas player to win said honor behind Frank Mason the third. The Jayhawks won their 14th consecutive Big 12 regular season title and followed up by winning the conference tournament. Again, sorry, not sorry, Jason. Hey, there's Kansas there's features there. a four-guard lineup that makes 10 three-pointers per game, and transfer Malik Newman emerged as an explosive scorer in the Big 12 tournament. But the Jayhawks can be susceptible to opponents with size, especially if center Udoka Azabuke isn't recovered from a sprained MCL.
4: Hmm. And
2: too that... That that could definitely hurt them if they have to face the Pirates because, uh, yeah, Angel Delgado is a beast in the, in the middle. And to wrap
1: up the preview for our four teams, this is directly, by the way, if you guys have an interest in it, this is directly from the USA Today preview section uh, for the NCAA tournament. I've gotten this paper every year since I was a teenager. I cannot recommend it enough. West Virginia, led by senior point guard Javon Carter, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year for a second season in a row, the Mountaineers' smothering pressure is the key, and God, didn't we find that out the hard way in the Big 12 title game, (laughs) especially because their their offense has been frighteningly inconsistent. It might be this simple. How is the officiating? West Virginia can swarm and overwhelm opponents, but can also rack up fouls in a tightly called game.
3: I, I think the officiating will be key. I mean there's a couple of games this year that officiating actually lost us the game. I mean when you're shoot when you when your opponent's shooting twenty seven foul shots to your four. Uh, I don't know what you're
1: talking about.
3: I'm not. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. It was um, 27
1: to two, by the way.
3: Well, well, that that wasn't the game I was referring to, but thank you for pointing that out. So there was two games that.
4: <laughs> yeah, was it was
3: a plus 20 differential and foul shots. Um, it, but what what scares me the most about West Virginia is. They showed it in the Big 12 game. They can come out and dominate a great team. They they had Kansas. Agreed. And I even I even messaged you. I said, when Kansas took that last time out, I had no timeouts going That I was like, I think, and you was like, don't worry. It'll happen. And you said, what did you say? Ten minutes. And you were right. West Virginia started forcing shots, playing uncharacteristic sporadic didn't even try to go inside that last six minutes to even draw fouls they was checking up threes granted we was hitting for a while but we kept checking them it's like the the famous when i went to duke basketball camp the best words of advice i ever got came from christian lakeman those were you either shoot when you're hot or you shoot till you get hot And that was we live and die by, by the outside game. We don't exploit the matchups. We had we had Carter against a power forward two or three times, and he was pulling up a three when he could very well just go off the dribble dish. But like I said, we got us high. We, there was a reason this team was ranked number two in the nation. There's also a reason we failed to number 22 in the nation. What West Virginia team is going to sh- show up is yet to be seen.
1: They, uh, You could make the same statement about my Jayhawks this year. This was a Kansas team that, that started on fire and actually went all the way up to number one in the nation.
2: Mm-hmm. And then this is a Kansas team that fell all the way down to as low as 16th this year. I mean, you can say the same thing on a much lower level about CN Hall as well. They were up to, I think, 18th, um, if not even a little bit higher, and then they fell completely out of the, the polls. So basically the one thing that we're saying is consistent about all four
1: of our teams is their inconsistency. <laughs> yep. Yeah. exactly.
3: Oh, God, yes.
4: <laughs>
3: but there's also one thing we can also say about this tournament. ESPN and the committee, biggest states that their love for Oklahoma supersedes any rational decision that they can make. When your committee's biggest argument during Selection Sunday was to get pepperoni or hamburger on a pizza, who even gets hamburger on a pizza? If you want a hamburger, buy a hamburger. Don't get it on pizza. <laughs> But when you come out and say your biggest decision was to get pepperoni or hamburger on the pizzas you ordered, not whether or not Oklahoma – and Oklahoma got a 10 seed. I would have been okay if they had the play-in game. If you're going to put them in, give them a play-in game. Don't give them the 10 seed. That's way too
4: high for Mm -hmm. them.
1: With the way St. Bonaventure played against UCLA tonight, I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to check out any of that game. I had it on in the background while I was watching SmackDown. With the way you St. Bonaventure played against UCLA tonight, that should have been Oklahoma in that game against UCLA, not St. Bonaventure.
3: Oh, St. Bonnie is I St. Bonny got robbed by going into a playing game. But <coughs> what do you, what is what drives revenue? Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to be if you were televising an Oklahoma game versus a St. Bonnie game, what team are people going to identify with more?
1: I 100% agree. Uh, Oklahoma got in on name value. It goes back to when you posted that status on Facebook and the exact quote that I gave you there. Oklahoma is a household name in basketball. Oklahoma State is not anymore. It's that simple. And to mention the fact that it came down to Davidson knocking out Notre Dame instead of Oklahoma State is a joke.
0: Oh, greed. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 granted... The fact that Oklahoma State not even in the last four out or the next four,
3: that's the sad part. Yeah, so they wasn't even in the conversation. But yet yeah, Oklahoma gets a ten seat. I it makes me I mean, Dick Vitale, the video I shared with you, Harry, Dick Vitale. I mean, I I don't really I hate hearing him call a game. But the points he made, you can't argue.
1: I like him for analysis when it comes to uh, when it comes to game calling for color commentators.
2: I prefer Bill Raftery. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Both I, I both mean, uh, both C Hall alumni, by the way. I, I know. I know. He's a big Duke
3: fan, but to listen to him call a game. I have a migraine by the end <laughs> and it just, it pains me See, now, for his analysis. I think he's great. He's he's one of the top analysis you can have, but that's, that's about as far as I'll go with him.
1: Yeah. For me, when it comes to a college basketball game, nothing will ever beat the team of Erd and Bill Raftery. Mm. Because those two always played so well off of each other. They did have good
3: chemistry. Yes, they did. They had great chemistry.
1: But now that Vern stepped away from announcing there, it's good to see Bill continuing on getting to work with Jim Nance because I like
3: Nance as well. Mm-hmm. You, know who, you know who had great chemistry at the beginning of this podcast? Me and Eric. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs>
4: we
3: do. so much now.
4: Well, Speaking well, of this
1: Go ahead, Eric. I'll let you get in the final word here because we got to put a wrap to this. We're coming up on two hours.
0: I'm sitting here wondering which of my teams got screwed worse, the men's team with the pod that they got or the women's team. Getting an eight seed is one thing, but having to potentially face UConn in the second round, (laughs) that's just... Yeah. That's just like, yeah, well... We're going to enjoy this while it lasts.
2: We're done. Let, let, let me just ask you all one quick question before we wrap this up, just because I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Do you think we will ever see a 16 seed be a 1? Yes. Yes? We're getting we're getting
1: closer. I don't think this is the year for it, but we're getting closer. I think, I
3: think Kansas dodged a bullet a few years ago.
1: Kansas did dodge a bullet a few years ago against an Ivy League school. And funny enough, wouldn't you know this year we get one again?
0: (laughs) I think that, and this is why I say I'm going to pay attention to the NIT. They're going to have some very interesting, some of them much needed rule changes for college basketball. If they make their way throughout all of division one next year, a sixteen could easily beat a one within about three
3: years. Well, Syracuse almost got upset by a six sixteen. Hey, I mean that's first, that's the most recent.
0: We'll go back to the first ever sixteen to face a one of what was it? Penn narrowly losing to Georgetown in eighty five fifty to forty nine. No one even saw that coming. Mm
4: hmm.
1: That reminds, me, uh, I need to go, that reminds me, I need to go into the Watch
3: pN app and watch a couple of tonight's NIT games in the replay section. And I will say this. You don't mess with Ivy League schools. Ivy League schools are very fundamentally sound, and they, could, they can very well do damage in the NCAA tournament because well, a lot of bigger name schools, a lot of name value schools are more of highlight reel schools. Look what you've done for me lately. Look how I can get on Sports Center. You get some of these schools, Ivy League and the mid majors that are sound, that are fundamentally sound schools, they can wreak havoc. I will say this much for my Jayhawks
1: when it comes to our first round matchup. Uh, It's Pennsylvania, the Quakers that were playing in the first round. They actually upset Harvard in the finals of the uh, Ivy League tournament. The Tommy that used to coach in Indiana, Eric, do you remember his last name?
0: Oh, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now.
1: I want to say it was, I want to say it was Amaker. The guy yeah. that used to coach. Yes.
0: The,
1: uh, the guy that used to coach it in Indiana.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Amaker.
1: He's the coach for Harvard. That game would put a much bigger scare into me than Pennsylvania does.
0: Well, that's kind of the plus and minus of the Ivy League having a conference tournament. I think for them, it was a bit of a mistake to do that, but I get why they did. The revenue stream. I mean, it's
3: all about the money.
0: Yep. Yeah, but it's three extra games, and it's (laughs)
3: on-campus sites. All right, I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you realize the most enticing matchup comes... Out of the uh, Midwest in this week 16. Michigan State Duke. Bobby versus Dan Hurley.
1: Interesting. Well, wasn't that another situation like when they met in the uh, coaches' kickoff classic earlier in the season, too? Yep. Because I want to say that it was like the eight, the I want to say that the coach for – one of the coaches for Michigan State is the athletic director at Duke or something like that.
4: Hmm.
1: His dad is the athletic director for Duke.
4: Um,
3: I think so.
1: All right, gentlemen. I think it's about time we put a wrap on this here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got to get up and – Four hours. Uh,
1: Hmm. Guys, I had a lot of fun doing this. I really appreciate us coming together to make this happen here. Yep. If you enjoyed Uh, the picture that you heard on this particular episode, make sure you check out archived episodes of the kickoff because it is the same four of us for the last couple episodes of the kickoff. In addition, We will have our NFL draft preview edition of the kickoff either April 18th or the 25th date to be officially determined soon. We will let you guys know. Stay tuned to the W2Mnet.com website for that. So for Jason Teasley, Eric Watkins, and Brandon Biskabing, my name is Harry Broadhurst thanking you for listening to March Madness to the Max here on On the W2M Network, available online at w2mnet.com. Thanks for listening, everybody.